The day the great crowd that had come to the festival heard that Jesus was coming to Jerusalem. So they took branches of palm trees and went out to meet him, shouting, Hosanna, blessed is the one who comes in the name of the Lord, the King of Israel. Jesus found a young donkey and sat on it, as it is written, Do not be afraid, daughter of Zion. Look, at, look, your king is coming, sitting on a donkey's colt. His disciples did not understand these things at first, but when Jesus was glorified, then they remembered that these things had been written of him and had been done to him. So the crowd that had been with him when he called Lazarus out of the tomb and had raised him from the dead continued to testify. It is also because they heard that he had performed this sign that the crowds went to meet him. The Pharisees then took, no, the Pharisees then said to one another, you see, you cannot do nothing. Look, look, the word has gone after him. This is the word of the Lord. Good morning. It's great to be here this morning on this great Palm Sunday. Lots to celebrate today, and you've heard that through the announcements. So obviously, the most important thing is to celebrate the entry of Jesus into Jerusalem and, and to be able to gather together as the people of God and follow in with him in the big parade. And uh, of course, tonight, our Palm Center grand opening. What better day to do a Palm Center grand opening than on Palm Sunday? So that's all good. And, and, uh, and last night around 11 o'clock, I'm thinking, I just can't wait to celebrate with all these people here this morning. Something happened at 11 o'clock last night that made me think that. So, and if you don't know what I'm talking about, that's probably better. <laughs> Go blue. Um, <clears throat> Let's pray. Oh, the wondrous cross on which the Prince of Glory died. We're beginning an important week, O oh Lord, as we take the journey with you into Jerusalem and then through the days of Holy Week to join you at your table and then to go with you to the cross and then to wait for you to appear. So we pray, O oh Lord, that you will help us to join the crowd, find our own place in the parade, so that we would always stay close to Jesus. For we pray this in his name. Amen. So I have never been to a palm reader, and I don't ever intend to. My life is confusing enough, and so I don't need somebody else to tell me what I should be thinking or where I'm going. I'm happy to give myself over to the gentle nudges of the Holy Spirit. But I did a little research on palm reading, palmistry as it is called, which for these purposes means that I read the Wikipedia page. <laughs> and there I learned about what a palm reader looks for when reading a palm. There is the lifeline that is supposed to tell about the vitality and the vigor of a person's life. There is the, there's the heart line, which talks about the matters of the heart and our emotional well-being. There is the head line that's supposed to tell us something about, you know, a person's mind and how it works. I wonder why I don't have a headline. 
And then there is the fate line that tells us a little bit about what consequences we might be anticipating. And there are a bunch of other lines. For me, there's this extra line that was left over from falling off my bike when I was 11 years old, but I hate to think what that means. But, but for those who are into palmistry, I suppose they do so because they suppose that they can tell a lot about a person's life by reading their palm. Now, as I said, I don't put any stock in the lines and wrinkles and scars of a person's palm. But on the other hand, I suppose our palms tell us a lot about a person and about other people, at least in respect to how we use our palms. When you think of it, our, our palms send off all sorts of signals that are read by ourselves and by other people. We can do all sorts of things with our palms that convey all sorts of messages. A, a simple wave of the palm sends a greeting, holding still a palm says, stop, come no closer. Uh, a grasp of the palm and a shake says uh, that we are sealing the deal or welcomes a person into our life. Uh, a slap of the palm conveys outrage and offense. Uh, a clap of the palm signals congratulations on a job well done. Uh, a holding out of the palm suggests payment due. A holding out of both palms indicates an openness to somebody. Sweaty palms reveals anxiety or fear. A clenched palm suggests outrage or an impending punch. Holding on to one another's palms suggests unity and fellowship. Somebody after the service, that 9 o'clock service, reminded me about the high five palm that you do after you've gone into the final four. But anyway, the, the palm tells us a lot about a person. Now, as far as I can tell, when the Bible talks about our life beyond this life, our eternal life in communion with God and with each other, there is only one mention of what we will be doing with our palms in the heavenly community. John, the writer of the book of Revelation, recounts his vision of the heavenly community, and he says that they and we, this multitude which no one can number, that are from every nation, tribe, peoples, and language, will be standing before the throne of God, before the Lamb of God and we will be robed in white and what we will be doing with our palms is that we'll be holding with our palms palm branches. We will be waving palm branches. There was a great multitude, John writes, which we can, which no one could count from every nation, from all tribes, peoples, and languages standing before the throne and before the Lamb robed in white with palm branches in their hands. It is a way, I suppose, for John to get the word across that what we are focused on today, the great palms parade with Jesus into Jerusalem, is just a foretaste of what to expect when we start to live the real life. If there's anything that Christians believe, it is that the eternal life we look forward to in heaven is actually the real deal. That's the real show. That's the real experience. Everything here is rehearsal. Everything here is just a run-through. Everything here is a simulation spring training. But when we join the multitude, which no one can number, well, that's showtime. Everything counts then. Regular season, the final four. 
So when you and I show up on Palm Sunday and read the story and sing our hosannas and wave our palm branches, it is a getting ready for when life really starts to happen. And when life becomes real, we will be waving, we will be swaying, we will be opening our palms to the beauty and glory and the wonder and the majesty of God. It will not get any better than that. Makes me think of a couple of U2 concerts I've been to, and, and they used to always finish their concerts with the song 40. It's a beautiful song, and you've got these like 50,000 people in the venue, you know, they're standing and they're singing and they're swaying and they're holding up their palms, and what many of them don't know is that Bono and the band are leading them and singing a psalm out of the Bible. They're leading us in singing Psalm 40. And you got the stadium of people swaying together, singing together, and they're not quite sure what they're singing. I waited patiently for the Lord, and he inclined and heard my cry. He brought me out of the pit, out of the mire and clay. I will sing. I will sing a new song. I will sing, sing a new song. He set my feet upon a rock and made my steps firm. Many will see. Many will see in fear. I will sing, sing a new song. That always felt to me like a foretaste of heaven. So I guess that's a lot of what we do on a Palm Sunday. We put our rightful, our palms to rightful use by grabbing onto our palms and singing the old song that becomes the new song, gaining for ourselves a little taste of the time to come. We, we join that procession of palms that's in our window back over there in the sanctuary. I couldn't put, find a picture to put up there, but marching this, this procession of people, marching up Mount Zion through the cross toward the summit of the heavenly city where the rivers of life flow and the palm trees sway, and death is no more, neither mourning nor crying nor pain anymore. It means that it matters what you do with your palm. It matters what march you're in, because the truth of the matter is people are reading our palms. People are anxious to see what we're doing with our palms, what march we are in with our palms, because we're all trying to figure out in this crazy old world what is real, what is permanent, what is everlasting, where is, where is this whole thing leaded? Like, headed like the old hymn, we're marching to Zion, beautiful, beautiful Zion. We're marching upward to Zion, the beautiful city of God. People are watching our march. They are reading our palms. It makes me remember to when I was 10 years old, and the phone call came to the house from the Roseville, Michigan City Jail, and they had arrested my father my clean-cut Presbyterian pastor father. And they had arrested my father for marching. He had been marching to Zion with a bunch of brothers and sisters in Christ, their palms holding on to placards in the wake of the death of Martin Luther King Jr. They had been marching for civil rights, waving their palms, and the chief priests of police didn't appreciate it. They threw them in the slammer. It made for an interesting session meeting at the end of the month. <laughs> Eleven years later, maybe because the apple doesn't fall far from the tree, his youngest son, that would be me, ends up marching down Broadway Avenue in New York City, marching to Zion, holding on to my own little placard protesting the crazy nuclear arms race. 
no paddy wagons at this parade, just a few thousand Jesus followers trying to sing a new song. We had a few million yesterday marching in cities across the globe, palming their placards, marching for a different, less violent world. Some of you I know were there. So we're, so we're, we're watch, people are watching our march. They're reading our palms. That's why I love our logo at Church of the Palms. It's got this palm inside a heart. It's got this heart inside a palm. Read our palm, we say. It has a heart. Read our heart, it says. We have a palm. As if to say that we are trying to be this community that isn't afraid to do some waving and some swaying and some singing and some marching. And on Palm Sunday, we remember again what all the waving and swaying and singing and marching is all about. It's about this Galilean rabbi, this Messiah, this son of God who leads the procession, marches up to Zion because he He's come to make the world right. He's come to bless the poor in spirit. He's come to bless the persecuted. He's come to bless the merciful. He's come to bless those who hunger and thirst for righteousness. We huddle around Jesus and grasp our palms and we wave in whatever way we're called to wave. Feed the hungry in the food pantry. Teach children in our tutoring ministry. Outfit homeless kids for school. Provide a space for counseling for folks who need help. March down to Honduras and come alongside folks who are struggling. Offer a preschool for parents who who need help in taking care of their children. Dare we imagine that that's what our Palm Center is going to be about. For some, it's where the parade is going to begin as we open our doors and wave our palms around the Messiah and people will come and wonder, what is this hubbub about? And they will see this love for Jesus and they will feel this love from Jesus. Kids hanging out, adults hanging out, and we'll meet and we will love them and we will show them our open palms and invite them to grab their on their own palm and join us in the march to Zion and we'll sing We'll sing a new song, and we will get the taste of the real thing. So I've got this picture in my mind of when I was a teenager, and we had this hippie-looking youth director, hair down to here, and he had this vision of busting the walls of our church out with high school kids. And he got this idea about taking the basement of our church and, and turning it into a weekly rock concert venue. And, and we would invite rock bands from all over Detroit to come and play. And they weren't going to be Christian bands. They were going to be bands that, that high school students were actually listening to, music that students were listening to. And this idea was to get them inside the walls of the church so they could see our palms so they could hear that we cared about them, that we, that we wanted them to be at the start of the parade. And, and he took this idea to the session, and that made for another interesting session meeting. <laughs> but against their better judgment, those elders gave their palms up. And the bands came, and the students came, and it got a little crazy because young human beings bring young human being issues, and we would average about 300 kids a night, and, and, and some of those kids joined the parade. They, they met the Messiah, and they joined the parade. They, they grabbed a palm and started to march to a new song, and that's what happens when you put your heart with your palm. So maybe it's going to be kids inside the Palm Center is singing their own songs on the way to singing a new song. Maybe it's going to be basketball and volleyball and pickleball, for God's sake. Maybe it's going to be retirees doing some exercise and grabbing a cup of coffee. Maybe it's going to be ballroom dancing and perimeter walking. Who, who knows what it's going to be? But in the end, they'll be reading our palms, 
and meeting the Messiah, and they will see our hearts, and maybe, just maybe, they'll ask, they'll ask, where does the march start? Where does the march start? The march to Zion, beautiful, beautiful Zion, the beautiful city of God. Let's pray. Lord, thank you for this opportunity we have to march to the beautiful city of God, and we ask, oh Lord, that you will fill us with your Holy Spirit, that you will fill every single building within this campus with your Holy Spirit, that you will fill our hearts with your Holy Spirit so that we may, that we may open our palms to all who come our way, that they may see in who we are, what we do in our march to Zion, that there is one we follow, Jesus the Christ, who comes to save us. We pray this in his name. Amen. Chains that bind us. 